0: around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you all, and we're so glad you've joined us today. Terry and I have had a busy two weeks, and we're just thrilled with what we have seen the Lord do in the meetings that we've been in. And we know we're just a, a you know, a part of what's going on around the world. But I'm telling you, heaven is busy. And much busier than what you see, all of the things that are going on in the natural. You think you're busy? Heaven's way busier. (laughs) And we're so excited about what the Lord is doing. Uh, God's all the while at work, both in us and working for us, and to help us preach the gospel, every single one of us, to do the work of the ministry and to do the part and the anointing that God has placed in each of us. Uh, We're glad you're listening today. You can always find us as you'd have at terrymize.com. Or you can go to our website, TerryMeyesMinistries.org. We can we have all of our products, all of our meeting schedule. Everything is right there at your fingertips. And we are so grateful to our partners and to our friends, for those that stand with us, pray with us, give to us, just cheer us on. <laughs> we're so glad you're out there. And so we're going to talk to you today about some good stuff. And Terry's told me what our theme is, and we're just going to give you some more ammunition to minister uh, the word of God to you, and build your faith and strengthen your hope in the Lord, darling.
1: Well, you know, Renee, we just need to talk every now and then about the basics of faith. Yes, hallelujah. You know, faith is what got us here. That's right. You know the old Texas saying: "You dance with them that brung you." Right. And faith is faith <laughs> is, is what got us here, and we exactly. don't want to uh, leave that. And I'm no, I'm just no. amazed, and pastors that I talk to all over the country right. are amazed at at people that used to be in faith. And pastors that used to be in faith and and churches that used to be in faith and preach the word of faith and then now they're just totally gone you know 180 degrees going somewhere else and uh, that people ask me all the time pastors ask me all the time terry what happened to those people they used to preach faith right now they don't and i said well you know i think maybe they just never got it i think i know they didn't get what i got
0: no, and we got it, it out of a sense of desperation. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were, was Maybe
1: they just heard it at a convention or they right. heard it at a, they heard Brother Hagan preach it, they heard Brother Copeland preach it, they heard me preach it, or, or, or and, they, and they got excited and they saw the people were excited. Right. And so they were just kind of preaching something, parroting something right. that they thought would bring in a crowd and Swept bring in the people and the excite wave. the people. <laughs> but yet whenever yeah. the crunch came, they didn't, uh, they didn't ever practice yeah. it because i don't, I don't think they ever got it
0: well i tend to, think to put that's your hand true. to the
1: plow and then turn mm-hmm. back according to the bible is not a good thing
0: well i think it's like the book of revelation <clears throat> in some people's lives they they haven't taken on the courageous concept of fighting and like uh, jesus you know the, the writer of revelation john said to us that the enemy is going to try to wear the church out people get worn out they get tired they get fearful They get distracted, those five things in Mark chapter Mm -hmm, 4. The cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things. Um, They get a little pushback, persecution from other people. Mm -hmm. Then they get some kind of trouble. Legal trouble, kid trouble, marriage trouble, financial health trouble can set people down on the sidelines sometimes. But I want to, Terry and I today want to talk to you about getting back on your faith. (coughs) Do a checkup from the neck up in your own mind and heart. And then be able to, to learn how to get back on those principles. No, exactly. The basics right. of faith, like you've taught for all go, these years. You got,
1: have to go back with what brung us, to go yeah, back and dance right. with the one that brung you. Go back and see Check your foundation. how did we get here? What That's right. What, uh, what produced for us in the past? And you know, I was I was preaching for a good friend of mine um, down in uh, Florida, Pastor Bob Armando. Bob and Nia are dear friends and partners, have been for many years, I've been to Thailand with me and other places with me around the world and, and uh, got a great church. In fact, we'll be there in September. Yes. In for them. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <of clears clears throat> but I was down there several years ago and was doing a three-day meeting. And uh, I said to Bob, uh, my secretary tells me you want me to preach on uh, spiritual authority while I'm here. He said, yeah, that'd be really great. And then he came back to me later, I don't know, 15 minutes later or so, and he said, you know what, Terry, he Said I'd just like you to preach whatever's on your heart, just whatever you want to preach and whatever's on your heart and whatever is stirring in you just preach that. I said, really? Seriously? He said, yeah. And right. I said, well, that, that didn't happen a lot, you know, but uh, I said, if I can really preach what I want That's to, wonderful. then I'm going to preach faith. I'm going to preach the basics of faith. And, uh, and Renee, I began to preach that several day meeting and just preach faith. And, and, you know, while I was preaching it, and hearing myself preaching, right. my own spirit man was stirred up, and I, I was thinking, you know, this is really good. You know, this is really <laughs> That's good. Right. And uh, now everything I preach anywhere is always the word and it's right. always truth, right. but sometimes it's gooder than others. Right. You know, sometimes it, it's got more zing to it's it and more, z- more punch yeah. to it. And You know, it's and, uh, the right word for the right people <clears throat> exactly. at the right time. Exactly. And, uh, and I just kept thinking, this is really good. This is really good. And so we took that we took those messages and put them in a cd series and we've called it the basics, basics of, faith. of faith the basics my goodness. of faith you know uh my son lynn said to me many years ago he said dad he said you know you and you know and you know brother copeland and jerry savelle and charles caps and all you guys fred price and all you guys that are preaching faith he said you know y'all have preached this all of all of our lives the kids lives the kids of these right, preachers lives right. he said you've preached it all of our lives and said we've heard it and we've heard it, and we've heard it, and we've heard it. But but some of us have never really gotten it. You know, some of the kids never got it. They heard it, but they never right, got it. They never got and he it. And he said, you all think, you preachers think, that we got it. And that the right. people you're preaching to got it. But he said, they don't always get it. And he said, you all you all assume that when you're preaching, and you use a phrase that we all know what that means because you've preached it so long. But he yeah. said, you know what? Uh, really, uh, the church really hasn't hasn't gotten it, and the right. kids haven't always gotten it. And uh, he's, really he true. said, y'all need to go back and preach some, you know, just the basics and start over and, and bring us back to where it was. Because, you know, when we did it, as you said a while ago, Renee, uh, we did it out of desperation. You know, I've said many right. times, I remember when yeah. Jackie and I were young and struggling and trying to figure out the Word and make it work. I remember when you and Dean were young and struggling and trying to figure out the Word and make oh, it work right. and how excited we'd get just as we would talk that's why we'd set up you and you and dean and jackie and i'd set up until two and three o'clock in the morning and and just talk the word 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 word. talking the word because we were so excited about something we had found in the word and how we could make it work and how that would put food on the table and get our babies healed and and uh, how it would help us further the gospel around the world and it was an exciting time of saying, look what the Word right. said. Look what here's in the Bible. Has this, this always been here?
0: No, I know. And I know. so, the
1: word, you know, we just have to get back to the basics of faith.
0: That's exactly When you right. say
1: confession, sometimes people don't even know what that means anymore. You know, that we have to confess the Word of God. Uh, which just simply means you're saying yeah. what God said.
0: No, that's right. You
1: find out in the Bible what did God say about a particular subject, about your health, about your finances, about your marriage, about your kids, about your business, about whatever it is that you're dealing with. Find out what God said about that, and then start saying the same thing. Start declaring that word that God declared. Start declaring it over uh, your situation. You can go into the Bible and find out what God says about children, what God says about broken bones, what God says about teeth, what God says about your your crops your money oh, that's right i mean anything you can go in that 66 books of god's right. word and find out what god said about a given subject and then begin to declare that over yourself say that yourself that's agree right. with god confess that word uh being you know the word says we're to agree it's such a one thing uh, uh it'll be done and i've always said the best person you can agree with is god it's great for you and well, your wife, or you and your husband to agree together. You and your prayer partner to agree together. But yeah, the best <laughs> person to agree with is God. You yeah. find out what God said and you say, standard. "I agree with that," yes, and I'm going to say yes, what God yes, says. Yes, yes. I used to preach messages, you know, decades ago about about calling God a liar. And that's what so many Christians do. Is they 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 would never do that. They would never shake their fist at heaven, say like, God, you're a liar. But well, they will right. say, Well, I know the Bible says that, but.
0: But yeah. Well, I it's know the Bible says attitude that, but. Right there, that Well, mindset. I know the Bible says that, that's but that's not really true. Kind of I know sure. that
1: doesn't really work for me. Well, I've had people come to me and say, Brother Terry, I know the word says uh, says this and this and this and this, But but how is it really?
0: Well, see, that's, that's right.
1: calling God a liar. It is. When you're taking the word of God and saying, Well, I know God said that, but, it doesn't work. I know God said that, but that's not true. I know God said that, but that's not right. the way it was. That's right. just simply calling God a liar. And so the best person you can heart. agree with is yeah. God.
0: That's right. That's an that <clears throat> unbelieving heart. And, you know, Jesus said that he'd rather have us hot or cold. Sure. But not lukewarm. Not lukewarm. And when you lose, he said, you, he told the churches there in the book of Revelation, you've lost your first love. Right. You've gotten, you've gotten lukewarm over the things of God. And you know, when you and I, and you and Jackie and Dean and I were getting into this, I, was, I just brought tears to my eyes when you said that, because those, those were such, you know, they were the worst of times and the best of oh, times, yeah, like absolutely. in The Tale of Two Cities. Absolutely. It was the best of times, because we were absolutely so hard-nosed, militant, on believing God and not trusting people, we did not ask anybody for a place to preach. We did not utter out of our mouth one need or lack in our life. And we just were, I mean, when we could have told people that loved us that we needed something or wanted something, we stood there mute and said, well, praise God. We're trusting the Lord. We know God has an answer and a way and a people. And I, you know, like Jackie said to you over and over, she said, you make it hard on us and God <laughs> right, right. because you wouldn't tell, anybody. wouldn't tell anybody.
1: I remember one time we were about to leave for Mexico. We were in yeah. Odessa, Texas, and uh, we put us and the kids in the vehicle and we were about to leave and go down to Mexico and a businessman called me and asked me to come by to see him. And so we went downtown Odessa and uh, parked there on the main street And walked into his business right on the main street, big, successful business. And uh, he sat there and visited with us and told us he was glad to see us, appreciate us, come by, and so on and so on. And we just had a bit. And I finally said, well, listen, we we got to get on the road. we got to go. And he he followed me outside of his business, out on the sidewalk, put his hand in his pocket, and said, Terry, tell me what you need, and I'll take care of it. And I said, well, I'm, I, I can't do that. I said, God meets my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And I, I can't trust in you. I, I'm not going to tell you what I need. But, you know, and, and he literally followed me down the street oh. to where my car was parked with his hand in his pocket saying, no, just tell me what you need. Just tell me what you need. I'll take care. And I said, I can't trust you. If I trust in you, me and you both will go broke. Yeah. I said, you know, if God, tells you to, if God tells you to give to me, just help yourself. And if he doesn't, well, then don't. And you know what? He, he never gave me one dime,
0: My followed goodness. me
1: down the street with his hand in his pocket, telling me he would give to me, and never gave me one penny simply because I wouldn't tell him what I needed. Some people yeah. want to be your source. Right. Some people want to be the guy that rescues you. You know. And I've said many times, if you're, if you're wanting to be the person that gives the offering that, that saves me, uh, then just forget it because God's no, going right. to save me. That's right. God's my source. God's going to rescue me. He may have to go through, you know, 25 people that He's told to help me, uh, and they wouldn't do it. So He's got to go find somebody. I've always likened it to to a a mechanic with a toolbox. You know, if you're trying to work on your car, let's say you're going to take your spark plug out of your car. Well, you know, if you're going to take your spark plug out, it takes a specific uh, uh, tool.
0: Exactly. I
1: mean, it takes a 1360 socket. And, and you put that socket on there and turn it, and it'll turn. But you can't do it with a pair of pliers. You can't do it with a screwdriver. No. You can't do it with a hammer. <laughs> I right. mean, there's a gobs of tools there that won't work. You've got to have the right tool. And I, I think God just, just whenever you have a need, that God starts going through his toolbox looking at people who really need a blessing right. and who need a touch from God. Indeed. And so he goes to them first and says, you help them. You give to them. You right. plan into their, uh, you sow seed there. Uh, and, and if they don't do it, he has to look for another tool. If they don't do it, he has to look for another well, tool. If they don't right. do it, he has to look for another tool. And finally, he, sure, he keeps searching through his toolbox until he finally gets somebody that says, yeah, Lord, I'll do it. Now, some people say, yes, Lord, I'll do it, and then they yeah. just don't. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes they say, yes, Lord, I'll do it, but they yeah. they forget about it for two or three weeks. Right, you know. Right. You know, people always want instant answers uh, from God, right. and wonder why He doesn't give them instant and answers. And I've always, I've always said, well, uh, instant, instant answers come from instant obedience. <laughs>
0: that's why we need to up our <clears throat> obedience immediately. Right. You know, people. So, so I was just going to say about your, about your, your dynamic there. That, you know, when, when, when people live in a mindset of, uh, you know. Uh, it's not excellence. It's not, it's not a quick to hear, quick to obey, quick to give, you know, that kind of thing. Because 2 Corinthians 9 says God's unwilling to do without, a quick to do it, prompt Absolutely. to do it giver Absolutely. whose heart is in their giving. But I, I, I know that in, in, in Luke chapter 8 here, there are a couple of things that, that Jesus said himself about a mindset of how we hear from God and how desperate situations are so many times that we've got to stay hot with our faith, hot with our obedience. I mean, we're just, we're so desperate for the, to be in fellowship with the Lord, and we're desperate to hear from God, and we're desperate to obey God, and then our lives are so out there living by faith that we're desperate to receive. No, absolutely. You know? But, but we, you know,
1: something, but what I was starting to say a while ago was yeah. that many times God will say, look, you help them, you bless them, you do this, you give, and they say, okay, Lord, I will, but they may not do it for two or three weeks, and then they, they start praying asking God for an answer, and He may say, well, I'll do that, but it'll take me two or three weeks, you know? And, and and I just don't want to leave this story hanging. We I didn't have any money whenever that guy was chasing me down the street
0: right. with his well, hand in his <laughs>
1: pocket. He's a multimillionaire. Yeah. And he said, I'll give to you. I'll give to you. Right, I'll give right. to you if you'll just tell me what you need. And, uh, and I just said, no, God meets all our needs according to the rich and glory of Christ. We didn't have any money. But you know what? We left anyway. We went anyway. God supplied. We went to Mexico. Did And we never missed a meal. And God supplied. And uh, it would have been easier and better, you know, and, and more fun and more relaxing if he'd have just given to us like God was telling him to give, God, God was, was talking to him. To him. Give. I I have sat at restaurants, eating with people, and I've heard God tell them to give to me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't say a word about it, I, I, but I've heard, I heard the Lord say to them, you know, and in their spirit.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'd watch the, the 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 blood drain out of their face. I'd watch <laughs> them go pale. I'd watch yeah. their eyes go white. and so, and sometimes they'd do it. And many times they wouldn't do it. And I never said a word, never, never made uh, any kind of, uh, mention of it at all. Got up and left and they missed God. Well, that's not my problem. You know, my, my problem is for me to believe God, God's my source and to go on about my business and do what God's called me to do. And yet I've watched God tell, I've said and heard people, uh, heard God tell people to give me an automobile, Yeah, you know, (laughs) and some have, and some Some have,
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: but, um, uh, it's amazing to go back to those basics of faith, and it is. we we operated in such faith back in those days, to where we just simply uh, would take off I remember one time we was driving across Mexico with zero money. And I'm talking zero. I'm not, I'm talking about zero money. I'm not talking about a little bit of money, you know, a few, you know, twenty, fifty dollars in my pocket. I'm about no money whatsoever, no checking account, no credit cards, and I mean driving across Mexico with Jackie and I and our kids, and and I watched the gas gauge go down. And watch it go from full to three-quarters to half to one-quarter to one-eighth to E. And I've literally taken uh, paper or cardboard and taped over the yeah. over the gas gauge so <laughs> no, I we couldn't did too. see it. We've done that. Now, thank God it's not these new cars today that'll talk to you, you know. Yeah, and they'll, it, tell they'll you. ding and ding and ding yeah. and say, hey, you've got 50 miles to empty. But it, it didn't, they didn't talk to us back then, so i just cover up the gas gauge. And I remember one time we drove for like four days across Mexico with no gas I mean zero gas and zero money and just drive and drive and drive and drive and that's drive right. out that's in the right. middle of that desert knowing that God had put the gas in it and and he did <laughs> he did we never ran out of gas not one time but uh you know basics of faith that's what we're talking about and no, we're that's right and uh, going back to the, <clears throat> the
0: basics we're on a of time faith. crunch
1: this morning we're gonna have to close this out but but just the basics of faith and so whenever I preached that for Barbara Armando and then we made that that series I was really delighted about that and I uh, I'd encourage people to get a hold of that yes, series, call the Office basics of faith, because it goes that. back and talks about the absolute basics where you can start. You can yeah. any person, man, woman, boy, and girl can start yourself with that. School. With start at zero and and take the word and go up.
0: No, that's right. And it's, we're admonished so many times in the Word, Terry. Just like right here in Luke 8, 15, it says, it says, When the seed goes in the good soil, then those people who hear the Word hold it fast in a just, noble, and virtuous, and worthy heart will steadily bring forth fruit with patience. Amen. I mean, that's when you receive the word like that, it just starts growing. And something that starts growing uh, starts moving everything around so it can get on. Oh, absolutely. You know? I mean, when that little acorn comes up out of the soil, it starts moving the dirt around. The leaves start growing, the stems, the stalks. And I mean, things start happening. And... That's what we need to get back to in the body of Christ, is an unshakable faith in God. Oh, absolutely. And that over here... At, and no, and, He'll
1: always do what He said He'd do. No, that's, he will fulfill that that He has promised.
0: Luke 8.18 says, Be careful, therefore, how you listen, for to him who has spiritual knowledge will more be given. And from him who does not have spiritual knowledge, even what he thinks he guesses and supposes that he has will be taken away from him. So you don't want to just hear with a haphazard intent. Sure. You want to hear the word, plant it in your heart, say it out of your mouth, renew your mind to it, and let your ears really get accustomed to hearing it. There's a verse over in Proverbs that says, it says, if you'll put the word in your mouth, it says your lips will become accustomed to confessing it. No, that's right. And that's, that's right. what the, those what we call confession are really, Declarations, announcements. Agreeing with God, saying what God says. In the regions of hell and in the courts of heaven, we're declaring God's word and we're saying, No, this is what I believe. I say in Jesus' name, my children are healed. And that's where my level of desperation was back then, Terry, was you know, Alan and Matt, both of them were very ill. One had a digestive problem and another one had a a, a breathing bronchial situation in and out of the hospital. You know, oxygen tent for a week, you know, a little tiny baby like that. I mean, we were desperate to have sure, our children sure. healed. We were desperate to have food on the table. We didn't even have a car. <clears throat> and God was able to somehow arrest us, walk us through that very difficult sure, years. Sure, You know, like you and Jackie. Sure. I mean, you're just scratching, clawing, believing God, trusting in the Lord. Like I said, it was the worst of times, but it was the best of times. We were desperate Absolutely. and totally thrown over. Uh, waiting on the promises of God. Well, but God, God
1: says, and people people think, well, you know, if you got money and if you got health, you don't really need faith. Uh, it's just for the desperate people that don't have money and don't have faith and don't have this and don't have that. No, no, no. The Bible tells us four times, Old Testament and yeah, New, Old Testament. the just, the just, times. the just must, M-U-S-T, the just must live by, by faith. faith. And that doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. You still got That's to, right. God still requires you Live by faith. God still expects you to live by faith. Jesus said in Luke 18, When the Son of Man returns, will he find find faith faith? on the earth? Jesus was concerned about that. He didn't say, Will I find find grace on the earth? Will he find love on the earth? Will he find uh, all these other things on the earth? He said, Will I find faith? Faith. What I want to know is, when I come back, will I find faith? And I've always told him, yes sir, you just look me up Wherever I'm at in the the world You just just look me up wherever I am And you'll find faith That's
0: right, faith pleases (coughs) God we know that that faith is the thing that pleases Him above all other things, and that He that our faith is not justified. Not only does
1: it please Him without it, the Bible says but it's impossible, it's to, please impossible
0: him. to please Him. So I, Terry and I have got to go, but we want to encourage you today so much to stand on the things of the of the Word of God, to know that the enemy is trying to steal. Uh, From Mark chapter 4, we know that, that that's that sower of the word. The enemy comes immediately to try to steal your faith, to wear you down. But just remember that, you know, over over there in, in the book of Hebrews in chapter 2, it says that we've got to hold fast these things lest they still slip past us. Sure, sure. So that's what we've got to do is hold fast, hold on, Always be checking up on your faith, knowing that you're believing God. You haven't slipped over into a haphazard, uh, just, you know, willing to get along kind of faith, but that you are really, really standing in faith. So call our office, order that series today, that tape series, The Basics of Faith. And we're just believing God with you that it's going to really, really, really make a change in your life.
1: And you know, we just had great services with uh, Jim and Joyce Jarman in, right. uh, in uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Or yes. In Rich- Richlands. it was so wonderful. And, uh, we're on the way home now and then we're going to have my 50th celebration my 50th year in ministry celebration in fort worth the tw- and then we're headed straight the to twenty 29th of this month and then we're headed straight to peru south america peru to two cities are and keep lima and then as soon as we come back from there we'll be going to mexico right. and then we've got malta on the horizon where we're going to to uh, right. that that nation the bible calls the isle of melita which they've now changed the name to malta where paul was shipwrecked and and shook a, the serpent off in the fire. And we're going to have great pastors' conferences there with pastors from, from uh, different continents, the continent of Africa and the continent of Europe. And we've just got things to do about the Master's business. Yes, we do. And this, we appreciate our partners. We appreciate the, those right. that give and those that pray. And uh, together, we've got to get faith, the word of faith uh, around the world, as well as we've got to win souls around the world. We've got to teach them, train them in the word of faith so they can stand against the wiles of the devil and stop all those fiery darts.
0: No, that's exactly right. You know, I am thinking about too, in between <coughs> in between uh, Peru and Mexico, you're doing a 3-day meeting at Words of Life in Miami. Oh, yeah, And sure. you're going to be teaching faith. We're teaching I'm faith. Teaching of faith. We're teaching faith. We're going to get in there yeah, and we're going to teach more
1: in the Great Church down there, <laughs> Words of Life, long-time friends. I mean,
0: we're we're trying to do every uh, you know, when I look at Terry's 50 years of ministry, I look at all those 50 years of of declaring the Word of God, calling in things that be not as though they were, having miracles, believing for your safety, believing for your, your ability to get to where God's called you to and pay for it and take care of people when you're there. All of those areas of standing, believing, declaring, <laughs> calling in, calling those that be not, that's 50 years of celebration and practicing the things of the Word of God. So we rejoice today to share these things with you. And you all pray for Terry here. This is a tremendous season of his life. And we are believing, God, that we're going to do more and see more done in the next uh, few years here on this planet and the the next season of our lives, that God's going to do great and mighty things through us in the kingdom of God. So it's a good day. It's a good day. (laughs) Well, we've got to go. God love you. Uh, We appreciate every single one of you. We're calling in blessing on your life and fruitfulness in your in your family and all that you're doing. And remember, you can find us at TerryMize.com, TerryMizeMinistries.org. We love you dearly. See you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at TerryMize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at TerryMize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.